is Jessica Itarole. And I'm Barbara Saunders Livingston. And we want to welcome you to the Seeking Holy Podcast. A podcast for women seeking Christ in a challenging world. As you listen, we hope you'll be encouraged to open God's Word, to seek Him, and strengthen your abiding relationship with Christ. Whether you find yourself with plenty of time... Or not enough time. Pour yourself a cup of coffee. Grab your Bible. And join us for Seeking Holy. Thanks for joining us. I'd like to start this section pondering the question, Who is like our Lord? We serve such a great and mighty God. And this week we've spoken about how Mm. He is holy, set completely and perfectly apart, so much higher than we can imagine. We've thought of the vastness of his wisdom, his might, and his power. We've expounded on his love that is of such depth the human mind can hardly wrap itself around the greatness and glory of his perfection, righteousness, mercy, and love. So now we'll dig into God's sufficiency, his ability to satisfy all needs, and how we can grasp it, believe it, and use that to advance forward for the kingdom of God. How possible is it to believe? Do you believe the word of God is real? Is it true? Is it applicable for our lives in every circumstance? In the Greek, the term believe is pistuyu, and it means to believe with such a depth of conviction and trust that if the whole idea was to cost you your life, Hmm. or if everything in it was to crumble, you hold on and you go down with it. Yes. Amen. We were created to worship, to follow, to live for, and be devoted to something. Mm -hmm. I don't know this for sure, Mm -hmm. but I suspect that many are hungry to feel that way about something. And here we're going to look at how scripture in and of itself is infallible and sufficient for all circumstances. Woohoo! So let's get started. Yes. Yeah, I'm so excited about this part. I mean, God's word has literally saved my mind. Mm -hmm. There was a time, you know, just when I was bombarded with just such Mm -hmm. destructive thoughts that kept coming and that I really did believe. Once Jesus saved me, I then later joined a church and began being taught the word of God. Um, And then at that time, the entire trajectory of my thoughts and my beliefs and my life totally changed. You know, I was taught then to begin to weigh all things like ideas, thoughts, decisions against the word of God. So, you know, if I had a decision to make, I'd now search God's word and I'd ask him what he thought, what he wanted for my life. This was completely like night and day. This is completely different and new to me. Um, so, you know, not that I'm perfect at this now, but it's, it's not this take it or leave it thing for me. You know, it is truth and life. Like it is my direction, my light for my path. And it is the final authority for me. Um, you know, what does God's word say about that thing? And so his word is not only light, Mm. but it's wisdom, it's comfort for me, and it's food literally for my soul. You know, I find that God's word, um, often referred to as infallible truth, uh, to be just what my poor mind and my spirit needed to recover and be renewed. 
mm, from right. basically, you know, predominantly mentally and emotionally tormented and terrorized existence. I know that sounds dramatic, but seriously, just coming out of the darkness that I was in and the decisions that I was uh, made mm. and the circumstances, um, that really does kind of characterize that. And so, you know, when the enemy attacked me or he still tries his attacks, uh, guess where he attacks a lot of, um, a lot of the time first. Um, it's in my mind, you know, these satanic suggestions um, in my mind, and they always go, always go against the word of God. So, I mean, it just makes sense that how does one overcome that and walk in truth? Well, mm. the one way is I learn to take each thought captive and make it obedient to the truth of Christ and the word. Um, and you may have heard that at some point. It's in 2 Corinthians 10, mm. 5. It says, we demolish arguments and every pretense that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Um, and so it's when that we obey that and put it into practice, that's when uh, the freedom comes. And so, you know, how did I become free in Christ? Uh, people might ask, you know, Amen. John 8, 31 through 32. Uh, to the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said this, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. And then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So his word um, is my spiritual weapon and it's the only offensive piece of the armor. Um, which I spoke of earlier, Ephesians chapter six, uh, the sword of the spirit, which is, you guessed it, the word of God. All other pieces are defensive. Um, and we got all this coming at us in the world. We have, we have to learn to fight back, yes. but not as the world does. Um, our weapons, the Bible says, are spiritual to the pulling down of strongholds. Mm -hmm. uh, Second Corinthians 10 uh, verse four, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Amen. Amen. And I've heard it said before that the pieces of armor were meant mostly for the front of the body. The armor itself is not meant for turning around or running away and filling our backs with fiery arrows of the adversary. It is to advance forward. Each piece of the armor is a gift given to us from God. All of them, except for one, is meant to put on defensively. And that's so important that we defend mm -hmm. ourselves. And then we also have the one piece that is a weapon to advance his kingdom, to equip ourselves, to train ourselves for the battle, and then advance forward. God does not give halfway or just a little bit, mm. but everything that we've been given is sufficient. It is enough in his strength. The armor of God is his gift to us. And therefore we can rely on his strength when we put this on and his scriptures to stand firm yes. and to advance. Yes. Yes. So Jesus himself used the word in time of temptation right. in Matthew chapter four, verse three and five, the, the tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes 
from the mouth of God. And so when we talk about being hungry and seeking, um, we are referring to the holy word of God and Jesus himself, who is the bread of life, the word made Mm, flesh. Yes. And yet to be useful for the kingdom of God, it has a cost. And it is daily we each feel the sacrifice. We'll be back after this brief message. A lot of prayer, work, and effort goes into this podcast. And while our goal is not to exalt ourselves or even to become widely known, we can always use help to aid us in covering our costs. We created this podcast to encourage women to open their Bibles and rediscover the great Lord. It's our first ambition to faithfully seek, follow, and obey the Lord in every step. And it's under His authority we recognize the responsibility of good and faithful stewardship. We purposefully do not have an advertising or sponsorship program. The advertising you hear on this podcast are resources we personally use and want to advocate for. Every one of them have been prayerfully chosen, and we do not charge to promote them. Occasionally, we'll share a product we're using and get a small commission. However, still, we will only vet a product that we can truly say we recommend. So while we've not created this podcast to make money, we understand that one may want to bless us with a financial gift. This is truly a blessing for us as it takes a lot to keep this program running. If you'd like to donate, please visit SeekingHoly.fm and click on the heart in the upper right-hand corner. We appreciate your contribution. We want to comfort you in the rumination that God and His Word are sufficient, wholly sufficient, wholly sufficient for our needs, for our burdens, for every battle, wholly sufficient in gaining His own glory that the heavens and earth will marvel at Him and His goodness that He be glorified. He truly is the answer to every blank. Hmm. Yeah, some might interject or be thinking at this point, um, and surely you've heard that term, uh, beat me over the head with the Bible. (laughs) Um, But it's just the opposite for me. You know, when I look back on my life, when I was lost, um, and and I, I share numerous instances in my book about this, but anytime someone had the guts, you know, to share verses or scriptures from the Bible with me, um, in the midst of my darkness, like each time that truth intersected my life, it was this powerful piercing force. Like I never forgot those verses. Mm. Um, and knowing how some respond to the sharing of God's word, um, kind of in everyday situations. Um, I think it's those people that dare to do that, that deserve the medals, you Mm. know, um, because it's such it's so against like the grain and it is so powerful uh, to share that. Um, so that to me, you know, is in part, I, you know, we were talking about what a godly woman looked like to me. That's what a godly, truly courageous mm-hmm. woman looks like, you know, to use the sword of the spirit to share truth with other women, even in the midst of dark places and dense despair and devastating sin. And these situations that we come in contact with all the time, uh, you know, I'm telling you, it was like rays of light and hope in utter hopelessness. Mm. And I discovered within the pages of scripture who my true father is, you know, what exactly happened to me at my salvation, like who God says I am and what the amazing, incredible things he's done for me Mm. uh, just so I could be adopted into his family. You know, it tells me how to live, how to serve, 
and how to think and act. Hallelujah. And that's the wonderful thing about God giving us his word. He didn't just stick us down here and expect us to figure out how he wants us to behave. He has made it very clear in his word. Furthermore, he has given us his Holy Spirit, our comforter, our helper to aid us. And through that, we have the gifts of the spirit. We are not left alone and it is sufficient for every circumstance. You know, Barbara, you speak about these courageous women and these are women that I'm speaking for myself, but I know with you and I talking off air, we both want to be. One of the things we want to continually express is that neither one of us have these things mastered. We do not consider ourselves to be necessarily uh, these types of women. We strive to be, and it it is a daily uh, moment by moment decision. And really it's our awareness that we we need God's help. Yes. But the fact is that neither one of us has this entirely figured out. And we're hopeful that we wouldn't ever give that kind of message that we have it figured out. And now everyone needs to get in line. The whole concept of Seeking Holy as a podcast, even as we prayerfully considered the name, was that we are yes. all seeking what it means to be holy. And we're seeking it Not in any other place, but in the scriptures, because God has given us that prayerfully seeking the scriptures like the Bereans. So we sprinkle our experiences in here doing things fantastically bad (laughs) and eventually figuring it out after (laughs) prayerfully seeking the scriptures, after uh, circumstances where God brings adversity or correction in our lives and submitting different aspects of ourselves to Christ, a combination of all these things. And it's not easy and no one is suggesting that it is. And as we close, I'd just like to send out a reminder for all of us, including myself, to encourage us to continue to seek to love the Lord our God with all our heart, our mind, and our soul. We know it's not going to be easy, but we have the example of our Lord Jesus who fed 5,000 people with five loaves of barley bread and two meager fishes. If he did this to give us physical food, what could he do with just five minutes of our sacrifice time each day? Let's surrender to him with tenacity and ask him to multiply the increase. May you be blessed, daughters of the King. May you be blessed. We hope you'll join us next week when Barbara will share her testimony and speak about significance in Discovering Our Identity in Christ, Barbara's Testimony of Restoration. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you can be notified when new episodes are released. Also, please feel free to rate and review our podcast and share it with all your friends. Thank you for spending your time with us. We hope you're leaving with a deepening fascination to fellowship with the one who has created you for his purpose and desires to show you more of his goodness every day. 